Hi, and welcome to Elevating Business, the podcast that gives you tips and tricks for how to start, grow, and sell your online business. Also take a look at our resource website, emilyandblair.com, for more info around how you can make your business better. But for now, here's today's episode. Hi, and welcome to episode 123, how to avoid being scammed online. Okay, so with so many systems, softwares, and ways to make money online, there is a darker side of basically people that are wanting to take an easy road and scam you out of your money. So because being online has basically removed so much of that face-to-face interactions that you know people used to have, it's pretty much opened up a pathway for scammers to exploit the unseen and basically allows them to hide behind their computers to work their devious ways. So when looking for opportunity online, it's really important to use some measures to prevent you getting scammed and I guess falling for one of the many schemes that are out there because there are quite a few. So I like to think of this as a bit of detective work and, you know, I'll go through some ways now that you can use to ensure that you don't fall for a scam online. So firstly, one of the key methods for before committing to a person or the product is to talk to an existing customer. So I'm not talking about reading testimonials that they've provided to you or written reviews. What I'm actually talking about is actually getting in touch with someone who's worked with them or has used their software or product before. Seek this person out yourself if you need to. Um, and basically try not getting their contact details from the seller if you can avoid it because scammers will give you any any old number and it'll probably be another scammer that works with them. So try and get um, an existing customer and find their contact details out yourself and contact them yourself. So the second method is basically treat all proposals as scam and look for ways to prove or disprove this. And I know that sounds a bit negative, uh, but if you use this method, then you're pretty much going to put in place one of the most rigorous ways of actually um, being really open and honest with what you're looking at and if you treat it as a scam then you're more likely to be absolutely critical of it so you know you want to be able to research you know like the seller's history you want to look at their social accounts you want to look for their address you know what's their physical address what is their company detail so there's always a company behind um, a product or an offering online find out what that company is what it's called, where it's based, have a look at that country's government database. So every country has a government database, which is normally free, and you can find out what that company's details are. And then, you know, look for any irregularities in all of those things. So what you're trying to do is look for irregularities that don't seem right and don't fit well. Okay, so the third one is ask yourself the question, is this too good to be true? Because if the answer is yes, then it probably is too good and it's probably a scam. So nothing online is fast and easy, okay? It always takes time and hard work to succeed. It's just like anything in life. 
So I know you'll see a lot of promotions out there about, you know, he made this much money in, in three months and you can do the same and all that sort of thing. It's all marketing hype. You want to make sure that what you're doing is actually valid and genuine. And is, is this too good to be true is a great question to ask yourself all the time. So always keep that in the back of your mind when you're looking at opportunities. So the fourth one is try before you buy. So never pay up front before you've been able to try out the product or the software or even try working with the person. Um, if it's, say, like a partnership deal or something that you're going into, try working with the person for a month and, and you'll find out a lot more about that person or their product and never pay up front for it. So try before you buy it because basically – this in itself is a great filter for scammy products or people. If they're unlikely to let you try it out, then that's going to be a red flag, okay? Right, so the fifth one is look for professional. Now, what I mean by that is look for small things like spelling or grammar mistakes because basically what they indicate is that the operation you're possibly working with, you know, isn't possibly the level of quality you want and possibly could be a scam okay so it may not be as valid as you think it can be and a lot of the scammy products i've seen out there i mean i know it sounds simple but they have grammar issues on on their presentations they have um spelling mistakes you know and it's because they've rushed it and they're trying to get in get out get some money and without putting forward a, a valid offer that they've actually spent a lot of time on so Look for that. I know it's small, but look for professional. So the sixth one is ask questions of the seller and then counter check these for yourself. So you want to be checking the validity of what they're saying. So an example of this could be asking what the age of their business is. And then, like we said before, checking against the government records of that country to see if that is actually the age of the business. Or find out what the um, address, the physical address, registered address is of the business, and then go into Google and use the street view uh, option in there, which actually shows you a photo of the street um, and of addresses. And you're basically visually checking that the registered address of that business exists and isn't some sort of empty yard or, or abandoned warehouse or something. So again, be a detective. Okay, and the seventh and final one is trust your gut. It's a bit like the third one I mentioned, which is, is this too good to be true? The seventh one, trusting your gut. If something doesn't feel right with the deal or the seller or whatever they're saying, it probably isn't right. So really draw on that gut feeling and, and progress at your own risk I guess is what I'm saying there so basically you want to use all of these seven methods I mean they're not the be all and end all of methods there are other ones out there and, and it depends on your situation but pretty much you want to again act as like a detective try and work out look for problems and you know look for the to prove or disprove the validity of the offer and hopefully this will allow you to avoid a scam or at least open your eyes to more than what's just being offered to you. Okay, so if you're 
looking at options at the moment, looking at websites or looking at um, partnerships, use these seven ways to help you avoid scams and basically help you avoid losing all those hard-earned funds that you've got to spend on your business. So we have a lot of uh, advice around this sort of thing on our website, emilyandblair.com, particularly if you're looking to buy a website or a product. Uh, We also offer a due diligence service on there where we can actually come in and have a look at what you're being offered um, and check out that it's a good deal for you. So we'll do some of that detective work for you if this all seems a wee bit too hard. Um, so go to our website, emilyandblair.com, check out all those offers. That's all we've got time for the, in this week's episode 123 of How to Avoid Being Scammed Online. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Elevating Business. Make sure to check out our resource website, emilyandblair.com, for more tips and tricks for how you can grow and make your business more successful.